Rashi quotes the word from the Pasuk, the very last Pasuk, and it says, Bicharon, Vayomos Terach Bicharon, Terach died in Charon. So he quotes the word Bicharon, and he says, on his Mepharish, and he explains, Hanun Hafucha. The Nun, the Langenun of the word Bicharon is inverted or upside down. Loimalach to tell you Ad Avram Charon Afshel Makabayilam that until Avram came along, which was b- the beginning of Parshalech Lecha, the the anger of Hashem, the word Charon can also mean Charon anger. The anger of Hashem was found in the world because of what was going on until Avram, and then afterwards we understand that it was at eased, it eased up. The pashta pshat from them, the simple meaning of it is, is nisht adenun afucha meint ad avram charen after ba'elam shal makin. The simple meaning of it is not that the nun, the upside down nun, the, the inverted nun, means that somehow that is interpreted as meaning that until avram there was anger of Hashem in the world. For in vosfar shaychus hadot der inyan sadenun afucha, because what's the connection between the anger of Hashem and an upside down nun? So therefore, it can't mean that the nun afucha somehow means that, nor, but rather, what it means as the nun afucha kumtsu meramazay that the nun, the upside down nun, is an allusion to, it's a hint to, as oisad and pashtun taich from charon, that besides for the simple meaning of the word becharon, which means in the shtot charon, the city of charon, hadavort nochan inyan up taich. So this word also contains another meaning. The badaitun from Charonaf said it, it indicates to us that we should note something. Something is unusual here with this upside down nun. What is it telling us? That besides for the simple meaning of the word Charon, which means the name of a city, it also can mean the word Charon, which means anger. What's the connection between the anger of Hashem and this, and this Pasuk? Is Rashi Mefarish explains? Rashi explains why does this pasuk suddenly talk about the anger of Hashem, as indicated by, as alluded to by the upside down nun? So Rashi explains as biz Avram and is given charen because until Avram, which means while Terach in Terach's generation, Hashem was angry. Terach died, and now starts the generation of Avram. So it subsided. As is of Anish Fashtani, but we still have to understand. Rashi's Taich Funim Vord Bechoran Charoin Af Muzdach Masazain Suntechem from Dem Posuk. Rashi's ex- explanation that the word Choron can also mean anger has to somehow fit in with this Posuk. When in Posuk, Retzach Nishvegn Avram, and in this Posuk doesn't talk about Avram at all, nor Vegn Terach. Over here it's talking about Terach, Vayomos Terach Bechoran. Tovavozot Rashi. The Pasuk simply states that Terach died in Choron. Rashi ad Avram Af. So why does Rashi say until Avram there was anger? He should have connected it with Terach. In this Pasuk it talks about Terach and that he died. He should have said as long as Terach was alive there was anger or something like that. At least but the connection seems to be more with Terach than it is with Avram. Beis. 
in the beer is the beer in them. So the explanation is this: Since the pasuk states that Terach died in Charon, it's Oibmen zol learning as the Charoin Avshal Makam is given of Terachin. If you should say because this pasuk which talks about Terach also indicates the anger of Hashem, so you'll want to say that the anger of Hashem was directed at Terach. Then you would have to say that the anger of Hashem was against Charon, uh, sorry, against Terach up until the day that he died, because this pasuk talks about Terach's dying, and until now Hashem, there was anger of Hashem in the world, which means that there was anger against Terach until the day that he died. But you can't say that vile because Lloyd Rashi Shita according to Rashi had Terach Chuvigaton. Terach actually did Shuva long before he died. As Rashi says that uh, Terach did Shuva before by the even before the uh, the Brisbane Absorim, which was one Avram was seventy five years seventy years old. The Rebbe Muzman Rashi learned, and therefore Rashi has to say, as the Charein Afshel Mokim, that the anger of Hashem that it's talking about in this pasuk was in rumors in their pasuk that is alluded to in this pasuk is nisht in shaychas mit terachim, is not connected to terach because why would Hashem be angry at terach at this time when he died? Nor meint as meint that Eibushes Charein Af was is given in velt bechlal. So it's talking not about Hashem being angry at Terach. It's talking about Hashem being angry at the situation in the world as a whole. Not Terach. Terach is not the, not the focus here. Thereby, so the question becomes, if so, so then what's the connection with the anger of Hashem, with the fact that Terach died? If it has nothing to do with him, so why is it being indicated in this Pasuk? Because the anger of Hashem has nothing to do with specifically Terach. Especially in light of the fact that he did Tshuva. So certainly Hashem wasn't angry at him. So why is it in this Pasuk? Rashi explains that all the way up until Avram, Hashem, Hashem was angry with the situation in the world. In other words, it's connected to Avram. Which is the pasuk immediately following this upside down nun, which is which is the beginning of the next parsha. Hashem said to Avram, "Go forth from the country that you live." In the word "bacharon" is the teiramaramas, which means that with this upside down, upside down nun, which is in the word part of the word "charon." The Torah is telling us, is, is uh, hinting to us, as biz Avram and his given charein of Shalmakim, until Avram there was anger of Hashem in the world. On mit Avram, but when Avram arrived, was his when he began to illuminate the world, he illuminated the world with godliness. Be as the pasuk says, Hashem that Hashem called out, uh, called out, and He made others call out in the name of Hashem. So then, the anger of Hashem dissipated from the world, and that's what happened. That's the pasuk which comes right 
after the nun of Chara. Gimel medaf nachabe fashtein, but we still have to understand. Emes taked might be true. As nochem vord b'charon kum bal de pasuk ve'emer Avram. That's true. That immediately following the nun of b'charon comes the pasuk to Avram. As is abef fort schwer to learn, but it's still difficult to say. As the nun afucha from b'charon zolzer batzian to avaita de gepasuk. So it, it's difficult to say that the the upside down nun of Choron is somehow connected to the next Pasuk rather than to the word in which it is actually stated or the Pasuk in which it's actually stated is the beer in them so the explanation is as Anunapshuta is an Oisophis a Langenun the long Nun in other words not the curved Nun the regular Nun which is curved at the bottom but this is a a, sim, a plain nun goes straight down is a letter which comes at the end of a word which emphasizes a lange nun means the end of a word or the end that's what it's telling you it's the end of something in fact amongst the other final letters like a lange tzadik or so on the the image of a of a of an end nun of a lange nun funakav which is the which is simply a line a straight line down kav aruch a long line vastel fananetzveitzdadim a long line what is that it separates between two things on one side of the line is this on the other side of the line is something else when an anoyfim fun hefsek gomor and that the line is like drawing a line in the sand, which means you don't come over, you don't cross over the line. He crossed the line, is an expression, meaning to say the line separates between two things. So, in addition to the fact that the nun seif is the langenun is the end of a word, the end letter of a word, it also the image of it, which is a line, also indicates the end. This is where it ends then starts something different. Varum, and the Rebbe takes it further, because in Anun Pshuta, in a Langenun, is the Chtstokken Ibahak, there is no interruption in it at all. It's a line that goes from the top all the way down. This is Lamashul, where you do have other letters which do have an interruption. For instance, the letter Kuf, where the line on the left side is disconnected from the rest of the letter. There is a, a disconnect between the reish, which makes up one part of the kuf, and then the line which comes down below the line. But there is an interruption there. Over there you have, although it, it's a letter that goes down and there's a line going down, but there is a crossover because there is a space from which one could cross over, get through you know, to the other side of the line. And for them was the Torah had and since the Torah chose that this langenun of the word Bacharan should be different than normal, in order to indicate the matter of anger. I should note actually that the in our Sefer Torahs there is no upside down nun. But uh, it 
there must have been some sort of uh, it's discussed what kind of you know what exactly is it some say that it's not even the actual nun it's a nun that came after the word Choron but that the Rebbe rejects that but it's still difficult to understand perhaps at one time there were Sevateras that had this upside down nun but today we don't find it but Rashi is certainly um, talking about it in any case so since the Torah chose to change this nun of the word Charan, unachmar and even more nor the nun, he only changes the only the nun. Although one might say that he should have changed the entire word, the word Charan should become Charain. So the whole word should have been changed. Was the word Charain befrat as a state becoming becomes the Torah Chosuvav. And especially befrat has stayed Especially that the word charain anger is written in a number of places in the Torah without a vav. So the, there is an even more of a relationship between the word charon and charain because in some places it's actually spelled the way charon is spelled. So it would seem that he should have changed the entire word charon into which would indicate more so that it was charain. But still, he only changed the nun. Isaiah, as gleichzeitig werd derin merumas, that at the, so from this we see that at the same time, it's also indicating as the charoin af werd nisag bamsoif in the parsha. So the fact that that the nun, which is being used as a a hint, an allusion to this anger. But the langenun is the letter which separates between something before it and something after it. So that is indicating that this anger ended at the langenun. And what comes after is no longer part of the anger. That's what is being alluded to by only the nun being changed. Given the fact that the nun is a demarcation point between before and after, and that's what the Torah chose to change, so in other words, it indicates to us that the anger that is indicated by the word charon, charon, only reaches till the nun. What happens after the nun is no longer part of the charon. And that's why Rashi says Ad Avram, that all this took place until Avram, charon af. That only till there came the anger. Biz Avram and is given charon af. Until Avram there was anger and fun uh, and over here once it ended once Avram started over there that's, that's on the other side of the anger there's no more anger there it's on the other side of the nun but it's still the question could be asked if I have sufficient even though it's true that the nun is indicating a separation a demarcation between two sides of a before the nun, after the nun, the binyonenu, which in our case means tzishun siyum for parsha between the end of parsha noyach, on aschalos parsha lechlecha, and the beginning of the next parsha lechlecha. Ezaynen docha befaran sveifanem viazoi aris bringing them hefsik, but there are two ways in which this separation could have been indicated. Number one, as the charoin of is given by siyum hatkuf of parsha noyach. Which means there are two ways in which this could be expressed. One is until the end of Parsha Noyach, 
there was anger. That's the positive, saying it in the positive way. Till now, there was anger. As the Charoinav had gedoyed, bizdemel that the anger of Hashem lasted until this point. Another way that this could be understood or indicated, as the Charoinav is given bizent kufefun parshalech lecha, then tzadashlila zavatat oivgehed nam Charoinav, which me another way of looking at it is that, or that it could be indicated is once Lech Lecha started there was no longer anger so you could either focus on the fact that until the end of Neuch there is anger or you could focus on when Lech Lecha arrives there is no longer anger so since Rashi explains the word so it would seem that he should be saying as the first uh, the first understanding of it as the since we're explaining a word that is still in Parshanoyach, so it would seem that Rashi should say should have said that the anger of Hashem lasted until the end of Parshanoyach. Rashi Ad Avram, but so then why does he say that it lasted until Avram? In other words, it it ended at Avram. When we're talking about what's going on in Parsha Noyach, because when you talk about Avram, you're now indicating where it ended, not where, until where it went. You're focusing on it ended at that point rather than it lasted until the end of Parsha Noyach. So, why does he do that? In Emes Nabir is kind question is, but in truth, it's not. That's not really a question. The kufa from Parsha Noach shlitz sich mit imposuk by Yomas Terach b'Choron, because the end of Parsha Noach ends with and Terach died in Choron. Vos misosh shol Terach, the death of Terach. Virashi is mefarish mit mit ein diber freer, as Rashi explains only in the previous Rashi, right in the previous Rashi before this one is given mer vizechzik yor nordem v'Avram is gikumen in Eskenan. Terach really died long after Lech Lecha, long after Avram went to Canaan. and therefore, Kendach Rashi Nizog, Rashi can't say anymore, as Biz Mrs. Terach, it's no longer viable to say, once you understand this, it's not viable to say anymore that the anger lasted until the point where Terach died. Because Avram was already working, functioning in, in illuminating the world for 60 years before Terah died. So you can't say that the anger of Hashem lasted until the end of the period of Terah. Because when Avram came on the scene and illuminated the world, which is at the minimum 60 years before Choron died in other words if you take it that once he arrived in Knan that's when he began to illuminate the world if you want to say that Avram illuminated the world even before he came to Knan he was working in Choron too as we know so then it's even longer before more than 60 years before Tarah died so the, the anger of Hashem was already gone at least 60 years before Terach died. So how could Rashi, be, how could Rashi say then that it, the anger lasted until the end of when, Choron, when Terach died? 
it ended 60, at least 60 years before that. So therefore he can't say anymore that the anger lasted until the end of the period of Terach. The river is Rashi Medaik, that's why Rashi says, no, it lasted until Avram, until Avram came along. The mit unterstreicht, and by this he emphasizes as the hefsik from the nun, that this demarcation that the nun represents, from the charoin af, from the anger that lasted until the nun, but after that it wasn't there. Hagamer is merumazin besiyim aparsha, even though it's indicated at the end of parsha noyach, is a rabbi nishva bunim mitnzman from yomas terach. It can't be connected to the 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 period in which terach died. It didn't stop when terach died. It stopped long before that. So it has nothing to do with terach dying. Nor mitn klozik nzman from siyimat kufa from ad avram, far avram, but rather. When did the anger of Hashem go, uh, dissipate? When Avram came on the scene, or when he began to illuminate the world. In the Asara Deiris, as we know that there were ten generations from Noyach to Avram, so then when this new ten generations started, the Anim of Avram, when the beginning of Avram's, uh, the, the period of Avram, the generation of Avram, that's when the anger of Hashem dissipated. So it has nothing to do with Rashi can't say anymore that it's got to do with the end of the parsha of Ayomas Terabacharan. That's why he says he says that it has to do with Avram coming on the scene. Hey, as far but it still needs more explanation. Why does the Torah need to put this upside down nun there to indicate anything? The Tzel Nebbe Meshul, the Asadadiz with Avram, and to tell us that during the ten generations, till Avram came along, is given that Eivishtus Charein Afa that Hashem was angry in, at what was going on in the world. Why does the Torah have to tell us that in, at all? It's an obvious thing that Hashem would be upset at what was going on. Since they were so sinful, they worshipped the Bedezara and so on. Is Fashtanik, so it's obvious as the Ebishti is given Nitzafridin from Zeran Hagad that Hashem was displeased with their behavior and says, Given Kharin Afshal Makam Bailam, that Hashem was upset at what was going on. Why does the Torah even have to tell us that? Obviously, if, some, if, the, if the generation, the generations are behaving that way, of course Hashem is upset. Is the beer in them? So the explanation is. Shas Malenet has the parsh uh, in the parsha, being the mention for Yenadiris when we study in the parsha about the people of those generations. Omezet as they are Meirich Yomim given a sach Mervi hundred twenty years, and we see that they lived much longer than a hundred and twenty years. They lived for hundreds of years. Ishverts of Ashtein, the hundred and twenty was what Hashem said. The you Yomav Meyav Esrim, the 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 period of life will go till a hundred and twenty. That's what he said earlier. Yet these generations were living much longer than that. So you have to understand why that happened. How is it that these Rishoyim were, were, we, were it's obvious that they were Rishoyim, worshipping of Eidazara and so on. Why were they being so, given such longevity? So therefore one might come to the conclusion as trods them or at least have as an as a possible explanation as trods them as they hub gezindi that is although 
notwithstanding the fact that they were sinful, is of a mitzad eizatam shahu. So for some reason, the dogma. For instance, we could give this as a possible reason. Am echad echad They lived in harmony, as the pasuk says by the by the migdal by the migdal when they built the uh, the, the tower the deiraf loga that they were living in unity so that is a quality even though they were sinful in many ways but at least they had unity or so they had shalom peace kibadav or they honored their uh, their parents Rashi zogdos Rashi says that there was that uh, Hashem didn't want that it should be it, it should be noticeable that Avram left Terach behind for so many years in other words that there was an expectation that a son honor his parents which means that the people did that so there were certain qualities that they had even though they had many sins too and perhaps that was a reason in other words that Hashem was pleased by something in their behavior when there is given to freedom for Zay so therefore he was pleased by that part of what they were doing and so therefore he gave them long life for that reason so that could have been an explanation that's why the Torah says no by putting a anun the upside upside down as the Rebbe so that it indicates that Hashem not only was he not pleased by what was going on not even some of what was going on nor Abba but to, to the contrary Hashem was upset at what was going on not that he was happy somehow and that's why he gave them long life so the Torah says no he was not happy but then the question is why did they live so long if the Pasuk tells us by, by writing the upside down nun, to make sure that we understand that Hashem was upset don't think that he was somehow pleased so then the question re- comes back why did they have such long life the title doesn't answer that question Hashem decided that they should, to give them long life. And the Torah doesn't tell us what the reason is. We don't understand everything. But the Torah wanted to make sure that we didn't interpret their long life as Hashem being pleased. That's the point. Or, or possibly, if you look at it in a simple approach, it's quite logical to say, as Adam Rishon Yitzur Kapaf in the Mevishon, that Adam Rishon, which was formed by the hands of Hashem, so to speak, he was created, formed by Hashem Himself. Obviously, somebody made by such an expert uh, giver of life as Hashem Himself, obviously he's going to long uh, live a very long life. If not for the Chet the sin of the Yitzadas, he would have lived eternally. Hashem built him. Of course, it'll last forever. Other than, but then when the chetit zadas, so therefore that ruined it. Um, from is, and as the generations get more distant from the perfect human, from the perfect creation of human, which is Adam, so they become bechlal shvacher and then tzarichus yomim from an unzer So then, the lifespan 
becomes less and less. The further away from other Marishan perfection you go, so the lifespan becomes less and less. And until it gets more into the realm of what people are expected to live, which is 120. But they were still close enough to other Marishan that they had longer life. That could be a simple explanation of why they lived long. But it doesn't mean that Hashem was pleased by their behavior. Obviously not, because the Torah puts the nun there to indicate, no, Hashem was angry. Fourth, Hagam as Beferush, even though in, in directly, in Derech Hapshat, is the Rashi Nishmavayratam. Rashi doesn't uh, clearly indicate a reason for why the ten generations or really it was twenty because from Adam to Noach and from Noach to Avram why they lived so long Rashi doesn't give a reason in, uh, according to the simple meaning according to Pshat as he normally deals with Pshat but he does allude to it through we know that Rashi as Rashi says in um, as Rebbe spoke many times that Rashi also, you can find secrets of the Torah the underlying reasons for things in the Torah in Rashi as well as we discussed many times that in the explanations of Rashi are also embedded under the surface if you look, if you know, if you search you'll see that there are explanations which accord with the inner dimension of Torah. So to explain why people lived so long at that time, Razal Zogna sages tell us as the Chavav Torah far Matan Torah that in the twenty six generations before Matan Torah, why were they? Where did they get the merit to be to be nourished to be alive? It was given out of the kindness of Hashem. When Torah came along, and there was already a purpose to life, so then it's understood that Hashem, for the sake of the purpose of Torah, gave life. But what happened until then? So it was just simply out of the kindness of Hashem. As is this as explains Chassidus explains that specifically they were they received their nourishment from the level of chesed, which comes transcends the evolvement, the evolution of the world, which means the creation, not with, from within creation, from chesed that comes from out of creation, transcends creation. Vazdarten isim chatasa matasaloi. Over there, the pasuk says. Over there is related that which the pasuk says: If you sin against Hashem, what have you done to Him? And if you have many sins, what do you think you're doing to Him? In if you do well, if you do good, what has He gained from you? In other words, that there is Hashem doesn't really benefit from our sins, or uh, He doesn't lose anything from our sins. It doesn't benefit from our mitzvahs. But this is uh, related, explain the Chassidus, that this relates to levels above creation. Within creation, it's important. Hashem is affected by what people do or don't do. But that which is beyond creation, over there it doesn't matter. The whole mitzvah of it doesn't really touch that place, as, be, as has been discussed many times already.
And that's where they were being nourished from, from that level where it doesn't matter, mitzvahs averis. It's a place higher beyond whether mitzvahs are, that mitzvahs and averis make an impact, have an impact, are important. And therefore, even people that commit sins are able to receive from that level. And that's how it's, it explains where were they getting nourished for the 26 generations before Torah was given. What was the merit of them living? Why were they alive? Why were they kept alive? Simply out of kindness which comes from beyond creation, higher than creation, where it doesn't matter whether you're a sinner or not, or whether you're doing mitzvahs over there, it doesn't matter. When Azaivis is da, Klolzdikir, Unterscheid, Zwischen the Chav of Deiris, from Farmatten Deiris, and Divas Nochmatten Deiris, since there is this general difference between the generations, the 26 generations which preceded Matan Torah, and then the rest of the generations that came after Matan Torah, so also, when you look a little closer, in the specifics, within the 26 generations, there's also a difference between different periods in the, those 26 generations. There is the first 20 generations, which came before the 2000, the second thousand millennium, the second two millennium. We know that the first two millennium is before Torah, and then there is the two millennium of Torah, which is the, second, the third and the fourth millennium of creation. So the first 20 generations are the 2000 years which come before Torah. The millennium of millennium of Torah. So in those twenty generations is baze givendet inu from the zayin of a chazal shol kadosh baruch hu l'mayl mishtalshulus. They were nourished from the kindness of Hashem, which transcends mishtalshulus, as we mentioned. Vibaydi lets the zexdayus mer vibaydi lets the zexdayus. So for those 2,000 years, the 20 generations, it needed Hashem's kindness even more than the last six generations before Matan Torah. Because they were al- these last six generations were already within the two millennium, which are called the two millennium of Torah. So there is already a connection to Torah. There is already purpose being seen. And therefore they need less kindness, pure kindness, because there is already purpose. And this is what Rashi is alluding to when he says, Because you could ask the question, Why does Rashi have to add the word af? Anger can be expressed. Because over here, what's important is really charoin, which is similar to charon. That's all he should have said. Charoin Baruch Why does it say Charoin Af? What what is added by the word Af? Charoin itself also means anger, and that's the word that's key here. Charon Charoin. So why does it word add the word Af? Over here, it's only important to say Charoin. Nor nor Af is Merumas. The reason that he adds the word af by this he alludes to them in from the He's bringing us in, to in bringing into the discussion that they were 
nourished by the kindness of Hashem. As we said, the kindness which transcends Hishtalshlus, Varum Af Weist, of the Bechinah from Erislamailum Hishtalshlus, because Af indicates a level of light, godly light, which comes from higher than Hishtalshlus. Kidlahalon, as will now be explained. What's the connection between Af and Lamaila beyond Hishtalshlus? And that's why Brashi brings it into the discussion. The word af indicates that. Zayin. Rashi schreibt in Parshas B'Shalach. Rashi in Parsha B'Shalach writes as Choron is Megzeris Choro. There are different words which indicate anger. One of them is Choro. It burns. The Af Hashem, the, the Choro Api means my, my nose burnt. Was was inflamed, impassioned, meaning anger. So, so charon comes from the word chara. It was burning. Undevart chara gefintmen nishblays by af chara af, and the word chara is not connected only to chara af. The anger of Hashem burned, as we find it, as chara af is usually what it uh, what it relates to. But Chora is also connected to Gorin, which means the throat. The estate, as it says in the Pasuk, my throat became dry. Another expression of anger. As Rashi says over there, that the word Nichar, which means dry, is from the same root word of Chora. The house is Trukah, meaning to say that the throat is dry. And these two meanings are also related to Choron. Number one, Virashi Tajdo, as Rashi says over here, the anger of Hashem's, Hashem's anger burned. And then there is that the word Choron, if you take the numerical value together with the rest with the imakel, which means you include the word itself, in other words, the short one, so you get the word, the numerical value of gorin, which means the throat. Un choron oisis nichar is meramas, and the, the word choron, which is actually the same words, the same letters in a slightly different order of nichar, they, it became dry. So nichar, groini, is like choron and connected to Choron in two ways from, for Goroin is the same uh, numerical value and Choron and Nichar my throat is dry both are related to the word Choron so that is Miramas that teaches uh, that alludes to so Choron alludes to Nichar Greini the house is true that my throat is dry and because when when the throat is dry, so the voice cannot travel through the throat properly, be as as it should be, as you ask any chazan, that if his, uh, they don't drink diuretics, something that would dry out the throat before they have to do a performance, because you can't sing properly, the throat is too dry, you can't sing properly. In any case, you have charoin af, and there is nichar greinit. Both of them are related. They express a similar thing. So then, what's the difference? 
The chilus tzvishin tzvayin yanim is what is the difference between these two things? Garin is a mamutz tzvishin roish mayachon leiv. The throat is the 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 connection between the brain, the head, and the heart. In between the head and the heart is the throat, the constriction of the throat. Does haste as the ashfa fun seichel shabamoyach that the influence of the brain of this of the seichel of one's intellect which is in the brain was kumtar up in the midrash of Aleb, which is gedul demgarim which then is meant to impact the the uh, emotional state of a person which is in the heart or related to the heart. So, intellect is meant to influence emotion, but it has to go through the throat to go from the brain to the heart. And when the throat is in a situation where it's not flowing properly because the throat is dry, the so it doesn't allow for the for the intellect to be able to properly influence the heart. Mashainkin af, whereas when we talk about charein af, af is the nose, is hechafagarin is on a higher station than the throat. Under inyan fun af is hechafachachma. In fact, the, what's related, what is indicated by af is even higher than intellect. Because chachma is the very first point of ishtalshalus. Chachma is the highest level within every world. But af, which is associated with smell, smell transcends chachma. That's connected to something transcendent of ishtalshalus, as is well known. It says about Mashiach that he will be imbued with the ability to be able to sense through odor someone's, you know, what's happening. In other words, that it's even higher than Chachma. Intellect, many people can sense with intellect what's happening. But with odor, to be able to smell out what's going on, that's related to Mashiach. That's something that's transcendent even of, of Ishtalshalus. So, Af is even higher than Seichel. The nose is related to higher than Seichel. And that's what Rashi is alluding to when he says charein af, why he brings in the word af, the anger of the nose that he's not talking about an anger which causes the throat to dry because since he's talking about the generations which come even before the two, thousand, two millennium of that they were nourished by the chesed which comes from beyond the shtal shaluz is b'meila donish negeya vasas tutzich mitn garen vasas memotzitzvishu chachmo nidrike so over here it's totally unrelated with what's going on in the throat because the throat can only describe a problem or an arm problem between the brain and the heart which is within ishtal shaluz that means from seichel from intellect to emotion. That's all part of Hishtalshalus. So Gereini, we're not describing a problem within Hishtalshalus. The Rivet is Ashi Madgish, that's why Rashi emphasizes that it's about the anger of the nose. That describes a level transcendent of Hishtalshalus. And that's where they were being nourished, those 2,000 
years were being nourished from the kindness which comes from Af rather than from Gorin, that which comes that's within Ishtalshulus. One of them Rashi, and it's regarding to this that Rashi says, as Otazas say that, that this kind of conduct, as that the people that were sinners should be, still be able to be nourished by Hashem because it comes from a place higher than Ishtalshulus, is given Blois Ad Avram, that only, took, that only happened until Avram. Avram was the beginning of the Shnei Alafim Taira. The two millennium of Taira started from Avram. Of course, it took six generations until, you know, Yitzchak, ya- Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, and then the Shvatim, and then uh, until it got to Moshe, and then Yidin left Mitzrayim, and they received the Taira. But so, from Avram already started the two millennium of Taira. So then started a different approach. Valdos is given a Seder from Shnei Alafim because this was what happened in the two millennium, which is called two millennium of Toyu. In other words, before there was any purpose to the world, because Toyu hadn't, there was no indication of Toyu at all yet. It was total chaos. There was no purpose. There was no moral code. There was no reason, purpose to the world. But once the two millennium of Torah started, which happened with Avram, is that's when the anger which comes are related to Af stopped. That which is connected to beyond the Shtalshulus, that stopped. From then started already to some degree, as the Rebbe said before, that just like there's a difference between the 26 generations before Matan Torah and the ones after. There's also a difference between the two millennium before Shnei Alafim Torah, at which time Avram already came along and there was some indication already of the Torah that was coming. Avram was already keeping the Torah and so on. So now began <coughs> the, the way that things are measured are in accordance with what Torah expects. As Allah Hashpas was in Durgan Al Pichajma from Seichel Hatayra that everything has to f- make sense according to Tayra. There's no more everybody gets. It doesn't matter what you do, you get. Now you have to uh, you have to it has to make sense according to Tayra. And that's indicated by Nikhar Groini. If there would be a stop of uh, a flow from Seichel to Midas, which means somebody isn't behaving according to the way they should what makes sense, what the Torah says should be, so then there would be anger, then there would be a, a stop of the flow and this is also the explanation and the inner reason that until Avram was the anger of Hashem is why is it indicated through a change to the nun to the langanun once the two thousand the two millennium of Torah began which started with is now that which came what he described before the stuff that comes from outside of Ishtalshul, that's called Eir Makif. It's this, the, the kind of Eir, the kind of light and energy and so on, that cannot integrate into the world. It remains outside the, 
the world. It envelops the world. But once the 2,000 years of Torah came along, which started with Avram, so now this Urmakif, the stuff that came from outside the Shtalshul, is very high level Eiris, but it began to infiltrate into the world, integrate into the world. And when these very high level Eiris, which are not really meant to be integrated, but when they begin to integrate, there can't be any flow even though it's in Pneumius but it can't be um, acclimatized by non-Kedusha it doesn't flow into areas in which there is no connection to Torah what as is well known as from that to be able to draw from uh, the Oiris the which are makif, they're beyond the Shtalshals as it happened in the two millennium before Torah can a Klippah when could Klippah draw from that, when can they be nourished from that only if the Oir remains in its state of removed it doesn't integrate into Pnimius into the into creation However, when the Ur Makif does begin to infiltrate and integrate into Pneumius, into the creation, so even though it is in its origin, Ur Makif, the high level, the same as we talked about, that they were nourished from those Eiris which transcend Hishtalshulus, that's that can only happen when they remain outside Hishtalshulus, but once they integrate into Hishtalshulus, now they, the chitzen is the klipa doesn't have any access to it anymore because within ishtalshulus everything has to make sense and be orderly if you follow the Torah then you are able then you have access to if you don't follow the Torah then you can't have access to it and thus this idea is that is indicated by a langanun in the Langanum we find two ideas which are extreme opposites. On the one hand, the Mispar Funun, Vaistaif Sharanun, the number the Nun, which is the number fifty, indicates the level of the the gate, the fiftieth gate, which we know transcends Ishtalshulus. Ishtalshulus is made up of forty nine gates. 7 midas times 7 that's 49 the 50th gate as is well known explained in many places is that which transcends creation so the nun transcends creation on the other hand the shape of a nun which has a long leg so to speak why is there a long leg that goes below the line it, draw, it continues below the line as a Langanun does because its flow continues downwards all the way down further down than down than the lowest part of the, of the line so the Nun indicates something that does flow down into Hishtalshulus into the lower realms yet the number Nun is 50 which transcends Hishtalshulus does haste, which means as the inyan funum shuta that a langenun is tumam shuzayin dem oir sholomaylum eshtalshulus, which means that the langenun, what is its function? 
to take the oil which is transcendent of Ishtalshalus, as indicated by 50, the Maila Adenkets, to take that which is so high it has no end to it, it goes higher and higher, in Mata Adentachlus, and to bring it down like the Langanun goes down below the line, which means down into lowest of the low, all the way down to the end where there is no end to that end. It goes further and further down. So it draws from the highest level all, and brings it down to the lowest level. That's a langadon. Because down very bottle the eucalyptus and what what happens when that happens? When you take the oira makiv, which is transcendent of the world, and you bring it down into creation, what that means is you cut off any access to klipa to that very high oira, even though they did have access to it when it was still transcendent of creation. And therefore, the flow can only be accessed by Kedusha, by the side of holiness. In describing the idea of the, of the Langanun, when it describes the Langanun, which is in the word and to him, meaning to Hashem, you shall cleave. You shall attach yourself to Hashem. There's a langanun on that word. As the tachos that the ultimate purpose of the ultimate level of connecting to Hashem, has to be brought down to the very lowest levels. That even in the world of Asiya, which means the physical world, the physical that we live in should also be completely holy unto Hashem. And then there will be no access to that kind, to that oil, to that energy, to the klipa at all. That's how the Alter Rebbe explains in Al-Kotatayra in regards to Ubaisid Bokun. And this is the same idea of a nun, a langanun in itself expresses this idea. The 50 from a beyond creation going down below to the lowest places to integrate it into creation. And these 2,000 years of Torah, the two millennium of Torah, they are the preparation for the two millennium, which are called the two millennium of the days of Mashiach. So then all those transcendent levels will be, in the time of Mashiach, will be brought down into, in, be integrated into the world, into our reality. And therefore, it will be as he concludes that the spirit of unholiness, a klipa, will be completely removed because if everything that is transcendent is now integrated into creation, where are they going to get their life from? There is no source for their life anymore. That's why klipa will disappear completely. The BS Mashiach said, Kane of will happen when Mashiach comes speedily in our days.